When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We coolin' out. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We coolin' out. Yo, welcome back to Coolin' Out. Kev. Yeah, Rel, we're back. We are back. It's been a while, but we're back. Back. Uh, so we're here this week. Actually, we make, we're going to make up for it, though. Mm-hmm. We got a legendary guest with us, the legendary Alex Morgan. How's it going? Magician and mentalist. These are facts. <laughs> welcome. These are fa- welcome, man. What's up? How you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Of course, of well, let me, course. Let me, let, me, let me set you up a little bit. You have yeah. to move you. Oh, do you want me to move Yeah, I wasn't exaggerating. No, just put this right there. You really want to have Yeah, it. then yeah. you just want to get up on that thing. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Don't be afraid of the mic now. All right. So there you go. Right yeah. there. But, um, yeah, so what's up, man? Tell people about yourself. Ah, uh, well, not much. My name's Alex. I'm a magician and mentalist from the beautiful state of New Jersey. Never so much applause on that part, no. Um, <laughs> I'm a college student by day, and by night, I, uh, I go out and I perform. Uh, I'm in community college still. I'm studying business administration, and I got this idea ever since I was in like middle school, and I really got interested in performing, where I'm like, I don't want a desk job. I want to perform, but I want to do it the financially right way. So I decided I'm going to study marketing or something in the business or financial realm just so I can save money on getting an agent and everything and marketing and yeah 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 and just a quick backstory of how you got here alex and i connected when i found myself at an upscale party and party at uh sparta new jersey last month mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you were hosting a gig uh, i was performing there yeah. you were performing it was a two-day event it was the first ever two-day event i was at it was like performing at a music festival <laughs> <laughs> only a tiny bit less exciting just just a tiny bit so. Yeah. So, how long have you been practicing magic, or uh, on a professional scale, almost eight years now? But in all, overall, uh, let's see, some math. Seventeen years. Seventeen <coughs> years. I got my first magic set when I was four, and I was hit with what uh, a lot of magicians call the magic bug, mm. and uh, fell in love with it. And then when I got into seventh grade, I'm like, you know, I'm starting to see that people are starting to love this and everything and I decide from that point I want to transition from it being a hobby into a career you're very soft spoken Alex like thank you yeah no but like really like for the recording you gotta just talk up just a oh okay more. okay yeah alright cause I can hear you right they can but these levels ain't here <laughs> oh <laughs> is this better that looks better yeah. yeah that looks better right there 
So um yeah, first magician set at four. Mm-hmm. You just been hooked ever since. Like oh yeah, you just knew. Like what about magic excites you? Just it's it's the reactions that I get from people. Like I, I love whenever I'm performing something, and just at the end I'm like, is this your card or? You know, I'm saying like your mother's maiden name is is Jacobson or or any of these things, and people they're just like, holy crap, that was amazing, and they just get this big smile on their face, and that's, it's really the smile that is what I love about magic. Mm. So it's just that power that I can make people smile and laugh. So that's cool. What's your first act of note that you remember getting that kind of reaction? Oh man, uh, you know, like I said, <coughs> I was doing magic for quite some time. Mm-hmm. But back when I was in seventh grade, um, there was this girl uh, that I liked. I'm not going to say her name, just in case she's listening. And she's like, I knew it, you know. <laughs> uh, so let's call her, um, I don't know, Sarah. Let's go with Sarah. Okay. Okay. So I was showing Sarah a card trick once, and she just had the biggest ear-to-ear smile when I was like, is this your card or whatever I did with it? And I'm like... Actually, it was after that. After that smile, she said, so are you a magician? Are you a professional magician or something? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So thanks, <laughs> Sarah. Because of you, I'm now doing this professionally. Yeah. A lot yes. of great ideas have, are inspired by, by women. women. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> Try to impress someone. You'd be like, well, actually, I am this. <laughs> then, you, then you just go out and do it. <laughs> the mentalist part, though. Yeah. Ex- explain what that even is. Mm-hmm. I mean, the most... Black and white generic uh, way to describe mentalism is mind reading. Okay. But, like, it's, that's just, like, a blanket statement. Like, it goes into, like, this whole realm of, like, being able to, like, to read minds or give the illusion that you could read minds, because ethics. So give the illusion that you could read minds Mm -hmm. or, you know, predict the future or manipulate matter, like bending spoons. I think you saw me bending spoons at that event. So, like, bending spoons or causing a book of matches to combust without you touching it. All sorts of crazy things like this. Wait, what do you mean ethics? Magicians have ethics? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is kind of ironic. Um, <laughs> no, back in like the 70s and the 80s, uh, mentalism had like a really big spike in popularity. Like all these late night talk shows, they would have mentalists come on. And there, uh, quite a few of these guys they would claim they had they were born with these supernatural powers or aliens gave them powers like BS statements like this and everything mm-hmm. and there's this magician uh, James Randi or as he goes by the amazing Randi and he's like I think you guys are full of crap and I'm going to challenge you guys and he has this uh, like uh, this uh, challenge where if you could prove your psychic power or your supernatural power uh, without the use of you know talking to people beforehand or using strings or whatever it be, uh, he will give them a million dollars. I believe it's a million dollars. I could be wrong on that, but it's a pretty nice sum of money that could pay for me to go to Harvard. Harvard, if you guys are listening, I'm looking for a scholarship. (laughs) uh, But yeah, ever since then, um, I've been, I don't want to say afraid, but I I don't want to ever cross that line of, uh, you know, where he'll catch wind of me, and I'm like, oh, at first, oh my God, James Randi caught wind of me, and then oh no he knows about me you know so I I never want to cross into that realm so if anyone ever comes up and they're like can you really read minds I'm like it's up to you to decide you know so it keeps the mystery alive but at the same time it gets me you know away scot free so gotcha do you explain any any of your tricks 
Or is it just like all of it's a secret? It, it's, I'm sorry to say, it's all a secret. There is um, this one thing that I do uh, where I, it's, I used to have it in my stage uh, show, and I would perform this trick, and at the end I'd break the magician's code and reveal exactly how I did it. But there's a catch. It's uh, like just right after they thought they knew how I did it, I fool them again. What happens is I take an egg. I mean, I take a, like a handkerchief and I put it into my fist and it turns into an egg. And the handkerchief travels into my pocket. And I show everyone it's a fake egg. They can even touch and feel it and everything. And then I'm like, all right, so this is how the trick works. This is how you're going to do backstage and blah, blah, blah. And then this time around, when I'm putting the handkerchief in my hand, the egg is there and they're like, oh yeah, I do that part and everything. And I'm like, but here's, here's the catch, you know, and I make this funny statement, like, if there's anyone ever behind you, you're not going to do well with this because they're going to see the egg in your hand, but if that ever happens, don't worry, you just snap your fingers, and then I, the hole that I was stuffing the egg into, I peel it off, I peel the hole off, and then I take a glass, and I say the magic words, uh, Rocky Balboa, I crack the egg, and it opens up and turns into a real egg. Try and think about that one. <laughs> I don't, I don't honestly I'm not, trying, I'm, like, I'm not trying to sound stupid I don't think I don't think I have the mental capacity to understand that shit I'm like I'm like trying to follow the shit in my head I'm like yeah you lost me after yeah, the, like, the fake egg part in a good way like confused or like can you repeat the question nah just gen- general All confusion right. I'm like, doing my job and I'm just like going yeah, yeah, yeah. off of memory here that's awesome what are some tricks you're proud of <clears throat> oh man um it's, uh, it's one that I've been doing ever since uh, I was a freshman in high school, but it really didn't have an impact until um, back in September uh, when I met my girlfriend. Uh, I mean, technically I knew her, but I didn't really know her well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I perform magic in restaurants, and she caught wind that I was performing in a restaurant, and she came to see me perform there, and I was showing her this trick, and we just have that connection yeah, right little there. ladies man I, I know I know like yeah you know I do my magic at these women going crazy <laughs> okay Alex some magicians pull rabbits out of hats I pull romantic relationships or potential romantic relationships out of my hat I think he's gonna say condoms but <laughs> <laughs> good job uh, man. that's my wallet <laughs> okay <laughs> but it's this uh it's, it's this um calling it a trick is like saying like Beethoven or Kanye or any of these guys have a few good tunes. Like it's a work of art. This My is apologies. A magical illusion. I didn't, I didn't no, mean to offend you. No, 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 no. You didn't understand. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, uh, it's me. I, I take a deck of cards. I actually give it to someone. Like shuffle it up. They take the card and we go through this whole thing. And in the end, I give them the deck of cards. Uh, to place into their hands. Just is this one of the tricks? I saw this on your Instagram. Yeah, you did, yeah. Oh, you, saw, you saw, saw it on my Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, I oh, saw this one. But Instagram, still explain though. Instagram plug party. If you guys want to follow me, it's at Alex Morgan Live. A L E X M O R G A N L I V E. Instagram, no Twitter, and Snapchat. We're about to become your agent. Oh, okay. don't, don't you worry. <laughs> okay, all right. We're about to become your agent. Watch. We'll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could catch the video of uh, me performing it in a, uh, a clothing store that I buy from near my house. Um, and it's it's pretty cool. It just it you place the deck of cards into their hand. I I'm like miles away from this deck of cards, and so no one can accuse me of anything. I snap my fingers, they open their hand, and it's a solid block of glass. And uh, 
just watching her, just when, when I met my girlfriend, I was just watching her, and she's like, what? And I'm like, you're the one. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, was, it, was, it was that magical moment there. That's why it's my favorite trick. It's the sentimental value, not the, well, I guess it could be the performance value because it does get some crazy You're quite reactions. the romantic. I am, I am. <laughs> On, if you had to uh, estimate off the top of your head, how many tricks do you know? Uh, not tricks, mm. sorry. Yes. Don't worry, no, don't worry. What's the, what's the word you just said? Uh, I, it's, it's it's a piece of it's a piece of art. Okay, magic. yeah, it's fine. I don't want to dis- I don't want to disrespect your your, your no, craft. No, no, don't worry. It's it's cool. No, cool. I know it's cool, but I still don't want to disrespect your craft. Um, how many pieces of magic do you think that you that you like? Can mm-hmm. you perform? Like, oh man, like are we talking like? It's like what's we, in your you have X amount of time. Yeah. Give uh, us a full full showcase. Oh man, like I could probably put on like a four or five hour show easily. Oh. Four or five oh, hours long. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Is that uh, typical for a magician? Oh, or? God, no, no, no. What's like, a typical? Is that more or less? Oh, extremely more. Like, oh, um, okay. Talk your shit. The <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I would love to be on stage for five hours, and everyone I know, they're like, yeah, that sucks, like the stage lights. I'm like, it's something that I love, you know? So, um, I see your passion when you're speaking. Oh, it's radiating. Good, man. <laughs> Uh, but no, the uh, for me at least, my show is like forty-five minutes to an hour, and that's about the average for magicians. But like um, a few really big name guys, like for instance Copperfield, mm-hmm. uh, his show I believe is three hours long. What would what would you like your ideal show to be? Obviously, you know all these tricks, but if you had to put it together and, and you pace know, it. Uh, for me, I'm not your stereotypical magician because like every magician is like, oh, I can't wait to make it big and perform in Vegas. For me, I honestly could care less about Vegas. I mean, I'm not going to lie. If I, if I got a phone call from, like, any casino owner on the Strip tomorrow, I'd be out of here like that, you mm-hmm. know? Um, don't forget about us. Oh, I won't. Don't worry. Free <laughs> tickets. Free front row tickets. Don't worry. <laughs> um, my, uh, the ideal, like, uh, way that I want to go is, um, y- yeah. No, I wasn't even thinking place. The oh. Silly on me. I was thinking more, like, length of uh, Oh, the length of a show. Yeah. Oh, for me, like, but place too. Uh, well, I mean, in, in terms of length, I, I'm pretty sure until the end of my career, 45 minutes to an hour is perfect. But I if I start it. to really pick up like mm-hmm. a following, then I'd say totally at most two hours. So like 90 minutes, two hours long is perfect for me. Okay. Um, but no, going on to what I originally thought you said, if that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, the ideal place for me to perform is actually. Um, I, I I always like seeing magic in unusual places like and that's kind of like what i like about life like you'll be in like a really dingy neighborhood and then you just see like a flower growing out of the sidewalk type of thing like you're not expecting it it's really nice it's really beautiful and it was just it i guess you could say without sounding cheesy and cliche it's magical seeing something like that Mm. so for me my ideal place to perform is one of three places aside mm-hmm. from Vegas because you know I mean like I said not Vegas but you know what I said before yeah um, the first one is kind of contradictory uh, there's this touring show called The Illusionists um, they, they're in New York like every winter for like a six week performance mm-hmm. um, that's uh, a show that I want to perform in I, they tour the world mm-hmm. um, but 
you know, lately I've been focusing on the fact that, like, I realized something. I'm like, I'm young, you know. How old are you? I'm 21. Oh, yeah, you're young as shit, man. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, speaking of that, I'm not even kidding. Same birthday as Houdini. Mm. I was literally mm. meant to do this. Destiny. <laughs> Born today. Uh, okay. uh, March 24th. Um, but no, like, I was realizing I'm young, and I want to, you know, capitalize on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, something I, like, I like to do as a person is I, I love going to concerts. Um, I think I was telling you about that, Kevin. Uh, so, my, like, I'm, I'm actually going to be seeing Dead Mouse in September. I might be seeing Drake soon. Hey. Um, so, I was, like, excited. I got a Ticketmaster thing. I'm like, oh, man, Drake. Gotta go. Um, you have to kiss up to us. Big points. <laughs> so, but yeah, my ideal place is like one thing I hate when I go to a concert is they have, and I'm not insulting the performer, mm-hmm. but you go and see a band that not many people know about mm-hmm. or isn't as liked as the main performer. So I'm thinking, you know, something that would be cool is if I went and I was the opening act for band or a musician that I like to see or a producer that I like to see and mm. it wouldn't be like cheesy like hey guys I'm gonna do a card trick now it's gonna be like I have the whole thing planned in my head it's gonna be like picture like like ultra music festival meets David Copperfield like that's the only way I could describe it it's gonna be done to music it's gonna be high energy and everything and it's if you could just look into my mind that's the only way I could say it it's gonna look awesome if it ever does when it happens because optimism I think We'll talk off off of wax, but I think this would be like something perfect for like the warehouse event we went to for NYC oh, Grind. Yeah, you yeah. remember they had like different booths of like mm-hmm. so basically this is a group called New York City Grind, mm-hmm. and they host these like massive warehouse events once a week. They come, they come, they came on the podcast a couple of times. Okay, um, and they have like different booths booths set up of like different artists. Like they'll have someone over here selling paintings, someone over here getting tattoos and oh, someone's cool. on stage rapping or singing. Like it's all like this one big art fest. I think that'd be pretty cool. Like for you to have like a little booth, people walk over there and do your little magic tricks. They say people have people there high as fuck or drunk. So yeah. they'll be <laughs> so crowd. amused by oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk off wax more about the details, but I just wanted to get that out there. Wow. It was I fresh in my it. head. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a cool idea. Um, you know, and, and as much as I'd love to say this is an original idea, um, credit uh, where credit is due, there's a magician uh, out in Nashville, originally from Vegas, now in Nashville, by the name of Justin Flom. Mm-hmm. And a few years ago, he, uh, do you guys know the country band, uh, Florida Georgia Line? I know country. I do. Like, oh, you do? Okay. I do. Because um, I lived in North Carolina for three years. Oh, so. Yeah, I went, to, a, went to an all-white school. <laughs> you learn these things after a while. You know, <laughs> I live in... Um, I live in North Jersey. Like, I live in the most <coughs> northernmost part called Sussex County. Oh, yeah, I know. And, like, don't get me wrong. It's a really nice, scenic place and everything. Believe it or not, it still counts as the New York metropolitan area. Like, I told Kevin that. He's like, you're full of crap. <laughs> um, everyone up there thinks they're in, like, like, South Carolina or Georgia. And I'm like, no. Like, everyone's <laughs> like, I went to school, like, high school with people. Everyone's walking through the hallways with, like, 
camo, but not like the cheesy. Cam- oh it's like mossy oak God. hunting camo, <laughs> and they have like they have modded pickup trucks and everything. Oh, that have, like, New York City's right there. You could just see it. It's like, <laughs> you could like see it's it. It's a stone's throw away, <laughs> and it's like all we ever heard. Like whenever we'd have an assembly or something, at least one country song would play because that's the demographic area. It's like oh my God, everyone loves this. Wow. Um, but no. Anyways, back to the original Justin Trom. <laughs> He, uh, he opened up for Florida Georgia Line before they'd come on stage. And it's like, you know, think about, like, you go to see a band or a musician or whatever, and then some person that you could really care less about. And again, no insult to anyone that's ever been an opening act. Uh, just comes out on stage. You know, you're like, yeah. But if a magician comes out on stage, you're like, all right, this is pretty interesting. Even yeah. if you don't like magic, you're still It's a nice like, change of pace. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. Unexpected. Yeah. yeah. And, like, he did some really uh, interesting stuff. Like, he didn't do, like, the traditional, like, oh, we're going to do a cool card trick. Like, he did a card trick, I remember, but it was pretty cool. Like, he started off with a card trick, and in the end, he had their card turn into um, two front row tickets. And he was out in the audience doing this. He had a camera with him, and he was just, like, he took the card, he placed it into his mouth, and then... He pulled the card out, and it was now, and he showed his mouth was empty. Two front row tickets for the people, the couple he was just performing. He's like, guys, you get to come up to the front of the stage now and everything. And he did really cool stuff like that. So that's I'm like, cool as shit. That's the inspiration as to, like, what I'm going for. I'm not going to be stealing his stuff, don't worry. Yeah. But it's just, like, I'm like, I like that, like, that intimate, yet, in the same time, public setting of performing. Yeah. So. How do you go about, one... Like, is there, like, a, a magic school? Like, this sounds like a stupid mm-hmm. question, but, like, is there a school for magicians? How do you guys, like, get training and practice and all that stuff? I mean, it really just depends on your location. Like, there's uh, this competition called FISM, which they actually just had, and it's been nicknamed the Olympics of Magic. Um, and there's this one performer there, Shin Lim, uh, who has won I, at least once. I know that for a fact. In fact, he's currently on America's Got Talent. Wow. Um, he started magic and like all magicians insult like oh i bet you learned that on youtube he literally started his magic uh passion just by watching learning how to do easy card tricks on youtube and um you know he he started doing it and he was performing more and more and then he heard through the grapevine about like these magic competitions and everything and other places to learn but uh yeah and he's like one of the biggest names in magic right now but your uh, thing about magic school there is a magic school um it's there there to my knowledge there are three magic camps uh, not schools per se but camps okay summer camps i actually attended one of them uh there's one up in uh, connecticut canada i think it's vancouver um, called Sorcerer's Safari Magic Camp. There's one down in Texas. I can't remember what that one's called, but the um, the OG, which started the whole Magic Camp trend, <laughs> which I'm proud to say I went, is a place out in Bryn Mawr, uh, at Bryn Mawr College for once a week. Where is that at, in New Jersey? Uh, right outside of Philly. Okay. Um, it's called Tannen's Magic Camp, and Tannen's Magic Shop is located here. It's actually in Midtown, uh, across from the Empire State Building. Oldest magic shop in New York City, 1925. They survived the Great Depression. Like the fact that like a hobby niche like business yeah. like that could survive the biggest financial disaster. I in didn't know it was history. a magic shop. Me, oh, in, in New York. If if like whether you're a beginner or a pro, like I have met so many famous magicians in there. Like you guys know David Blaine, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I have. I haven't met David <clears throat> Blaine, but I have met practically everyone that's worked for him on his team in there. Um, Aussie Wind is one of his guys. I met him in there once. Uh, uh, what's his 
Doug McKenzie. Um, I've, I met him in there actually the day before my uh, 19th birthday. He was in there, and I'm like, Doug? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. You're Doug <laughs> McKenzie. Holy crap. So, and he's like, there's the most down-to-earth people. I mean, what does a magician's team do? Um, well, like, in, like, big talks, like, like uh, on TV, like David Blaine, mm-hmm. or dare I say Chris Angel. Um, magicians, we don't really like to say Chris Angel that much. Why? Uh, <laughs> like, back when he did, uh, like, not that I'm, like, he, from what I've heard, he's a great person. He's a really nice, down-to-earth guy. I know you bought this shit on from what I heard. He <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris, if you're watching, I'm sorry, man. Um, I, but as a performer, people tell me there have been accusations that he's uh, stolen material from other magicians, mm. and like these are things that were like uh, copyrighted uh, performances, and he just took it and everything. And he's unethical. He would lie to his audience. He'd go up to people and be like, "We never met before, right?" And they're like, "No." And on three different occasions, uh, I saw this video once. I can't remember what it was called, but it was three different occasions. He went up to this group of people. And he's like, "We've never met before, right?" And they're all like, no. And he's like, he asked this woman. He's like, oh, I'm going to levitate you now and everything. And like in all the videos, they could show these things. And then he's asking like, oh, here's like, we're in this place and everything. And these aren't actors and everything. And the way the whole thing was set up, like Mm. you could see through, like there's something in magic called flashing where let's say I was doing a card trick and you saw me do something that you weren't supposed to see. Yeah. Which kind of reveals the method. I'm not... I'm not going to point out what Chris did, but there was a video uh, from Mind Freak where you could see through this street illusion that he was doing, uh, like literally. Um, he, uh, I know I said I wasn't going to say it, so I'm going to be as vague as possible. He walked through a solid object and... Oh, no, go ahead. Okay. He walked through this solid object and... Um, you could clearly see it was like a machine thing. Like you could see how, like if you looked closely, you could see a split right down the middle and the thing bent outwards so he could like walk through when he was covered up and everything. So, sorry. Um, but anyways, no, like uh, back to the original thing though about like a, a magician's team. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's pretty much like a whole movie production. Like, um, cause magicians, especially when they get to be really big and famous, they're under, you know, the wire, like, like if you're with, like, a TV company like NBC, you sign a contract with the NBC or ABC, and they're like, look, for, like, the next 10 years, like, at least every two years, we want you to release a magic special, you know? And you don't want to go out and, uh, you know, do things that you see, like, any magician on TV doing or, mm-hmm. if you, you know, a very stereotypical magic <coughs> trick. Mm-hmm. So a magician uh, recruits a whole team of other magicians. Sometimes it's one magician, sometimes it's like as many as they want. Um, and they'll work together with him or her or them on, you know, the next, on this trick or illusion that they're going to be doing in their show. Like um, this guy, um, Aussie Wind that I mentioned earlier, he... I don't remember if he created it for uh, David Blaine or he was doing it, and he's like, "Hey, this should be this would look cool in the special." Um, back in 2013, David Blaine did a special, and if you go onto YouTube and you look up like David Blaine Will Smith magic trick or something, he was doing this card trick where uh, he had Will uh, choose uh, take a card, and then you know he shuffled the deck back into like this weird face up face down mishmash thing. And he had him, he, he fanned out the cards. He said, Will, hold on to the cards like this. And he borrowed Jaden's phone. 
and he took a picture of, of Will's hand, and his entire family was there, no camera editing or anything. And he took, he gave him back the phone, and uh, remember how I mentioned all the cards were like all, you know, fucked up basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the picture, the entire deck went back to normal, and the only card that was in reverse was Will Smith's card. So it was pretty cool, and this is something that Aussie Wynn made. Like again, I don't know if he. If he was like, hey, David, this would be a cool idea. Most probably, because I believe he released it to other magicians to perform uh, around the time that the special came out. So, yeah, that answered the question. Yeah. So how, how much time do you spend, like, practicing, like, tricks? And, uh, not tricks. No, uh, no, don't worry. No, no, no. no, no. I, 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 if it makes you feel any better, I'd call them tricks, too. Okay. So. Magical arts. That's Magical arts. Ooh, I like it. Um... Well, it really depends. I mean, when I'm on off-season, like when I'm off from school, like the summer right now, pretty much the second I wake up to the second I go to sleep is just spent um, just sitting down, uh, coming up with new ideas for things that I could perform. Like, I'd be like, oh, like, for example, like, just throwing it out there, like, what would it be cool if, like, I took a coin and I held it in my hand like this, and I opened my hand, the coin vanished and reappeared in someone's pocket like that. And, like, that would be cool. Now, how do we go through doing that? And I just go through this whole trial and error thing. Like, I have, like, a dozen notebooks in my room of just me writing down stuff. Like, okay, what could, uh, how could I do this? And I have so much footage of me on my phone, mm-hmm. of me just performing it, where it's like I'm at the point where my phone's at running out of space because I have so many videos of me just trying out different ideas of yeah. how it could work. Is so. your girlfriend usually the first person you test these things on? Um, <laughs> surprisingly, no. no. It's, it's usually, like, I'll... Um, if it's something quick and visual, um, I'll film it for my Instagram uh, my Instagram story, mm. and I'll see how it works. Like if I see like a lot of people uh, are like like messaging me, being like, "Oh my god, that was so cool!" I'm like, "I think I got something," and then I go into the family and friends uh, area, and I'm like, "Hey, what do you guys think of this? Now that this is in person, like maybe it could have just worked on Instagram because it could be like dubbed like a camera trick or something." But if, if it passes the personality test that I like to call, like, in-person, hmm. I'm like, I think we're on to something, you know? So. Currently, who are, like, three of the biggest musicians alive? Uh, now, I'm going to be a bit, bit precise here. When you say magicians, do you mean, like, the whole spectrum of magic, like mentalism and illusions? And yeah. Everything? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion... I want to say the biggest names in the field at the moment are Shin Lim, the guy that I just mentioned a moment ago. The, who's and, American. Sorry, and my criteria is obviously success, acclaim, and actual skill. That's my criteria. Oh, wait, uh, what? Success, acclaim, and skill. Like, in my opinion, or? Yeah, your yeah. opinion. He's oh, just oh, oh, in my so opinion. So the skill would be your opinion, but, like, the success and the acclaim By, like, a, a general yeah. vote mm-hmm. type thing. Uh, I mean, totally Shin Lim. Like, pretty much any time there's a magician on America's Got Talent, they have everyone's attention for the entire summer. Um, NBC, if you guys are watching, I'm I'm ready for you guys, by the way. Just hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) But no. um, Yeah, Shin Lim, he, I definitely want to say he's definitely hot right now. Uh, And I honestly wish him the best of luck for the rest of his days. Uh, Copperfield, he's a timeless classic. Like, um... Even though he really was big back in the 80s and 90s, to this day, everyone still talks about, like, the stuff he did. Mm-hmm. And Why? It, just Ooh. because, like, he did some really insane original stuff. Like, um, actually, here in New York, he made the Statue of Liberty disappear. Uh, he brought, Wait, like, what? what? Yeah, yeah he, he can't brought, just drop that and move on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I think, 
Uh, technically, it's uh, my, 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 my home, New Jersey, because that's where it, the statue is. It's in our waters, so hey. Um, it actually is. It is. But we don't tell people that. Oh, yeah. you guys don't scrub that in that. post. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, he uh, had a bunch of people, I think, over in New Jersey on um, Ellis Island or something. Mm-hmm. And he performed like his whole magic and illusion show and everything. But his grand finale was, he's like, see the Statue of Liberty? I'm going to make it disappear. And everyone is sitting in this theater, um, this open air theater. And all he does is he just takes like this big, like 50, 60 foot curtain. He drops it for like a second, two, three seconds. He pulls the curtain down. The statue is no longer there, and he had like helicopters shining spotlights through it and everything. It was it was pretty cool. It's that's like a timeless thing. You well, know? Wait, when well, you I see these find tricks, out you obviously know what goes into a lot of them. Do you know how he did that? I mean, not really, because like everyone's like, mm. "Oh, you're a magician. You know everything." And I'm like, "It's like it's like going to a doctor and saying like, oh, you know how every field of medicine works.' It's like, no, I'm." I'm like a general physician. I can tell you a tiny bit about everything, you know. Well, I'm, yes. I'm sorry. I don't talk to a magician. Can't wait too excited about this. <laughs> yeah, sorry, like, he's two, like, I'll talk to magicians all. What, what are like three, th- <laughs> or like three things you've seen where you just like shocked you, like you didn't know it was possible. You have um, no idea how this person pulled it off. Like, um, it's, uh, it's. I mean, Copperfields. When I saw his, uh, I was like like 10 or 11 when I saw it because my uncle was telling me he's like he's like you like magic you should really watch what Copperfield did back in the 90s and I'm like oh cool so I went and I watched I'm like oh my god that was amazing I haven't seen it since then um, but just that and I kind of don't want to see it again because I love that childlike wonder that I had like whoa and I just want to remember it like that forever but mm. um, one thing that um, even though I do know how it was done it was still in the moment and the presentation that just blew my mind. Um, my favorite magician, Steve Cohen, who actually performs at the Lot Palace in Midtown, um, you know, magic show in a hotel. That's another thing I was trying to say. I like when you're talking about ideal performances. Another ideal performance I have is in like a small, intimate space, like uh, in uh, like a, a hotel room where it's like rented out for the evening, and I just perform for a group of people in there. Uh, just that really cool thing. But anyways, going back to what I was originally saying, no, he, in his show he does this thing where he comes in, uh, or rather you come into the show, he knows nothing about you, he doesn't have access to tickets or Facebook or anything, and you write down, um, he gives you a card and it says, what's your name, and write three facts about yourself. So I wrote down, my name's Alex, um, you know, uh, I recently went on a trip to Brazil. It was my first trip outside of the country. Um, I am also a magician, and I am learning how to speak Korean, which, on a side note, I will say I'm not making much progress with. But keep in mind, this was back in, like, 2015. <laughs> um, yeah, I probably shouldn't say that, especially with, like, North Korea tensions and everything. Like, ooh, you know. It was before all that, I promise. Okay. Um, but, no, he. Um, I remember what he did. It was um, because I didn't have a a second to think about it. Uh, He took all the cards. In fact, he didn't even touch it. He had someone place all the cards into the box. Now, this is the part that I'm still trying to figure out. He placed it in this box, 
and he had he took a like a little school classroom bell he placed it on top of it so he said if i ever open this box you'll definitely hear me because the bell will ring mm. uh and the box was on like the other side of the room and he starts going through and he's like you 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 play soccer and your your jersey number is 28 you you your favorite ice cream flavor is mint chocolate chip and like is it mint chocolate chip no that would have been that would have been weird though that would have been <laughs> <laughs> but no one hates on it though, you know. Uh, but he goes through like this. <laughs> it's it's a good flavor. It's a classic. We'll let him have it. Go ahead. Um, but he goes through like this, <laughs> this like whole thing, and he got, uh, he got to me at this point, and he said he pointed to me. He's like, "You young man," because I was 18 at the time, and technically I still look very young. So. Yeah, I had no idea you were 21. I, I mean, <laughs> don't tell NJ Transit, but I, I, I'm thinking about getting the, the, the uh, child discount on the trains. Oh, yeah, I got I, I to shave this part. That doesn't help. So I take it back what I said, <laughs> NJ Transit, if you're listening. <laughs> but no, um, please note that was a joke. Don't have me arrested, NJ Transit. He'll be all right. But no, he, he pointed to me. He's like, young man. And he pointed to this other guy that was halfway across the room. This guy and I never met before. We never spoke. He's like, when I count to three, I want you guys to say your names out loud. One, two, three. We both said Alex. And I, I was like, Alex, holy shit. Like, just uh, instantly. I'm like, oh, my God. And, um, yeah, that, that was something that blew my mind. And uh, my favorite mentalist, when he finally came to America last summer, he did something similar. But, like, it was like a thousand times more hard to figure out and impossible. Uh, before he came on stage, like, he had a card uh, Darren Brown. He it wasn't even him. He had his the people in the street, uh, the theater hand out the cards, and it was like, "What's your name? When were you born?" Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
and it was um, what's uh, like what's your favorite memory or what's something that you wh what's your occupation and on the back it was like it's like write a big secret that you have that you wouldn't want anyone to know and I'm like okay this is juicy I trust you Darren Brown who reads minds yes so <laughs> I wrote down that um, uh, my family uh, I come from a family of undertakers my dad's a funeral director mm -hmm. uh, it's been like that ever since they came to America back in the 1800s so I wrote down my, I, my parents don't know this, but I'm not going to be continuing on in the family business. Um, and, uh, like, I filled out everything else. I handed, uh, I didn't even hand it to him. They took it. They placed it in this big, clear salad bowl at the front of the stage. And he came on stage in the second act, and he blindfolded himself, like, with, like, medical gauze. Like, his whole face was blindfolded. And he just started, like, grabbing these things. And they were sealed in envelopes again. And he just, he's just, like, holding it above his head, making a fist, crumpling it up. He's like, I'm predicting that there's someone in the audience whose initials are A.M. And they're sitting in row J. And I'm like, this can't be happening. <laughs> and I'm like, hi. And then he goes, okay, I, I, I want to sense that your, your, your name is Alexander. But you don't go by Alexander. You go by Alex. Am I correct? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is cool. This is cool. <laughs> um, and then he goes, "Okay, uh, you 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 were born. Uh, I, I want to say you're about twenty, twenty-one years old. I'm like, yeah, I'm twenty. Uh, and he's like, okay, good. Uh, and on the card, I wrote my occupation as a student. And uh, I, I there has to be some logical answer behind this, but I can't remember. But I wrote down, you know, I'm a student." I study business, and he goes, I sent you a, bu a business student and everything, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, because I wrote it on the card and everything. I'm still amazed because, like, he's blindfolded, and he didn't open the envelope and everything. I'm yeah. still like, okay, yeah. And then he goes, but you don't want to go into, like, any business position, not primarily, and I'm like, no. <laughs> he's like, I sense that you want to... You want to be a lawyer, correct? And I'm like, holy shit, yes, I do want to be a lawyer. If, if magic doesn't work out, I want to go into the law field. So I'm like, yeah. And he goes, but hang on, you have a secret. And I'm like, oh, fuck. My dad is sitting right next to me. And he's like, I sense that on top of the fact that you want to be a lawyer, this is obviously a given, but your family doesn't know that you won't be, con that you'll, you'll stop continuing in the family industry. And I'm like, yeah. And, and I didn't write this down on the card. And to this day, I don't know. Maybe it was something my dad wrote down that was a tip-off. He's like, your family's industry is funeral directing, the mortuary field. I'm like, holy shit, yes. And my dad is just, he's not even mad. He's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> you know? So, and it was like, I'm like, oh my God. You know, like to this day, it's like, even though I kind of have a tiny idea as to how it was done, it still is like, it keeps me up at night. So, does that answer your question for what's yeah. a, an amazing yeah. thing that I once saw? So, but yeah, that's... Oh man, now you're making me think about it again. <laughs> <laughs> what are your so you said if magic doesn't work out then law. Yeah. You seem so passionate about magic. What about law would even intrigue you? I mean <laughs> and, and like here's the thing. I'm I'm pushing law off until like I'm a hundred and twenty nine percent sure magic isn't gonna work out for me. You know, like if I'm 50 and I'm still only performing magic in restaurants, I'm going to be like, okay, you know what? It's one thing to do this as a hobby now, but I think we really need to work, you know? But until that day comes. Valid. Um, <laughs> yeah, chill, just party. <laughs> uh, like, um, what really inspired me to go into law is um, 
I was actually bullied a lot throughout uh, middle and high school. And it got to a point my senior year where just, I was having a great time in high school. There were a few things here and there, but nothing major. But it was this one thing where um, this teacher that I had, who will remain nameless, um, didn't say anything about uh, an anti-Semitic slur that was made about me in class. Uh, with that being said, it goes without saying I'm, I'm from a Jewish, uh, I have Jewish in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was at this time in high school I was failing a class that I was doing very well in. Um, it was just like overnight, just boom, 56. I'm like, this is unlike me. Uh, so it goes without saying that really upset me and that ruined my day. Uh, and then he starts, uh, we're reading um, uh, Scarlet Letter. And our teacher's like, okay, we're going to be wearing our own Scarlet Letters for a bad habit that you have to break. Like A for if you're absent a lot in class or S if you swear a lot in school. And it's like easy hundred, you wear that. I'm like, okay, that's cool. So I'm thinking like, what could I do? Like, all right, I come to class late, so maybe an L but I never take L's. Okay, okay, there we go, there we go, there we go. Um, but no, um, I'm sitting there in class and across the room I hear, it's dead quiet, like, because we're writing down things that we're planning on giving up for this project. He says, hey, Alex, you should wear a Star of David like the Jews had to wear in the Holocaust. And everyone knows I'm Jewish, so it wasn't like a yeah. joke. Uh, and I'm like, and I just looked at him and I'm like, dude, I'm not having it today. I'm just not having a good day. Now, before this, he was a friend. Um, and if any of my, if I ever, like, I, I bust my friend's balls all the time, but if they ever tell me, like, I'm not having it, I'll just, like, okay, I'm sorry, and I step away, you know? Um, but. Don't touch Holocaust jokes. It's, like, even Matt is, like, still, like. That's just too, you know. Um, but he, he does this and everything, and he goes, he says something again. I hear him say the words Alex and June, and I say, you want to repeat that again? Because it's dead quiet. And keep in mind, my teacher is, like, three feet away from him at his desk, at her desk. Um, and uh, he, he goes, oh, I said that being that you're a Jew, you have to wear the colors yellow and blue or blue and white. And then this other kid chimes in whose mom is a teacher at the school, and he goes, yeah, you know, Israel, like where Jews come from. And I remember there was this one girl in my class who never liked me for whatever reason. I never said anything to her, but she was one of those uh, stereotypical folk that wear the, uh, the mossy oak and drives <laughs> those big pickup trucks. <laughs> Like, it was hot, you know? Um, (laughs) uh, But she just looked at me, and, like, I had this look on my face where I'm like, I can't believe you're actually saying this. Like, I just had, like, this look on my face. And she goes, oh. Like, oh, you're a bitch, you know? Mm. Um, And I, like, I I wasn't thinking when I said this, but I just said, I'm not going to say the the guy's name, but I'll just call him Josh. I'm like, Josh, shut the hell up. And my teacher heard me, and she goes, what did you say? And I ha- have you ever had, like, a moment where you say something, but your brain didn't have a chance to process it? Yeah. So she said, excuse me. And in that moment, yes. I said, you're excused. And I'm like, oh, shit, why should I say that? <laughs> so I'm expecting her to be like, all right, let's talk in the hallway or detention or at the very least, which is not justified, but whatever, suspension. Any of these things are going through my head. She does something a thousand times worse. She takes a, a spray bottle. And she comes up to me, and she starts spraying me in the face, spraying me in the hair. And then she grabs my shirt and pulls it back and starts spraying me down the back. Everything in the entire class is laughing. And you know how people are nowadays. Yeah. I don't remember, but it could have very well happened. Someone whipped open their phone. They could have started, like, filming me. And it could be saved on their phone. You know, anything can happen. Um, but, and I'm thinking in, my, in this moment, I'm like, I could do one of two things. I could either laugh this off 
where I could run out of the room crying because I'm not going to hide my masculinity. I was literally this close to crying. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, okay, I'll just laugh it off. Ha, 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 oh, my God, I'm covered in water or whatever I said. Um, and, yeah, then uh, I just I went home. My parents were like, well, how was school today? I told them, and I just broke down crying. They called up my uh, guidance counselor, and they called her up, and they're like, look, we heard what happened. This was not cool. And let me just jump this whole thing along to get to the end. Uh, I wasn't in class the next day because my guidance counselor wanted to talk to me about the whole ordeal. And she gave, without, from what I heard, without saying my name, she gave an anonymous tip off that I'm the reason as to, as she put it, can't have fun in class anymore with the water bottle. And, wow. you know, that she might get fired over this thing. You know, didn't need to bump the mic. No, that's cool. Um, so, yeah, it was a... Uh, people at that point literally and I'm in college now and people that I went to high school with they still see me on campus and they'll, they'll throw me a dirty look or they'll be like hey fuck you you got her fired and everything I'm like You're, are you kidding me we're in college now yeah. you, these guys are going to take it to their graves I know it um, but I remember <coughs> after about a day or two uh, of this whole thing going on with people just like throwing death threats at me and everything I just remember I was driving to school one morning it was December 11th 2015 and I remember I was driving to school. I could, if, if I was driving on my way to school with you guys, I could point out the very spot I was driving past where just in my head, I don't remember why, my brain was just like, we're going to be a lawyer when we grow up. Because, like, I've always gone through with, like, bullying and everything. Um, and I'm like, it's not cool. My schools have done little to nothing in the past about it. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I want to be a lawyer. And as I thought about it, I'm like, no, yeah, because the world's not a good place. But if I could be at least one person that's better than the average, that's fine. You know, and if I could also help the world be a better place in that type of way, mm. you know. So, didn't mean to throw it onto a really depressing topic there. But now you know why I want to be a lawyer if magic doesn't work out. So, you better than me, though. <laughs> yeah. She'd have been, she would have flew across that room. This was back in 2015, you said? 2015, December 8th, 2015. Yeah, she'd have been across the, the classroom. Water bottle. Yeah, and everyone... <laughs> That's some Sussex County shit right <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't like... She, she definitely had, like, an in for me because, like, yeah. she always, like, insulted me in front of my class. Like, she, I once uh, forgot a paper that I was doing at home, and I have an IEP. I, I, actually, I was telling you about this, uh, if, uh, and your girlfriend was telling me, too, and everything. Uh, and an IEP, for those that don't know, it's, uh, I, I, I medically do have uh, diagnosed ADD. So, you know, if you have ADD, you know, you could really only focus on one thing at a time. And in this case, it was me focusing on passing this class, you know. Uh, so I printed out my paper and I'm like, I got to school. And I, I remember I opened my bag and like, oh, crap, I forgot my project at home. And I'm like, you know what, let's tell her. Maybe she'll be cool. So I went up to her and I'm like, hey, look, I'm so sorry. I forgot my project at home. Uh, I understand if you're going to take 10% off or half off, but can I please turn it in tomorrow? Which, by the way, she's not supposed to take 10% off or anything because my IEP, she's supposed to be like, no, it's expected that you're going to do this. Don't worry. Just don't forget to bring it in tomorrow. Yeah. That's what she was supposed to say or something like that. But she goes, no, why should I give you any credit or anything? She made me go up and present my project without any note cards, without any PowerPoint, without anything. And, she, and I, what really pissed me off was it would have been justifiable if she was like, okay, everyone that didn't do their project or forgot it has to present. But she went through the entire classroom and someone's like, no, I don't have my project. And she's like, okay, turn it in tomorrow, 10% off. I'm like, no, no, you're going to be doing what you did to me. And I remember she was like, 
I was up there and everything. People were taking pictures of me, and she was just being really rude and disruptive while I was doing my presentation. So we're here to talk about magic. Let's change yeah. the yeah. right. yeah. 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 note. Yes. What's next for you um, with well, magic? Currently, uh, before the end of the summer, I'm planning on coming back into uh, New York, probably like uh, Midtown or here in the Financial District downtown. Mm-hmm. And I was going to hit up a few restaurants uh, and be like, hey, I, I do this and everything. And especially here in downtown, when Wall Street closes and everything, I think it would be an awesome uh, way to close the day, especially on a Friday. Like yeah. the hard week that mm-hmm. you have in the financial industry. Just You're there. You're like, hey, it's the weekend. We're going to relax. We're going to have a drink, maybe a, like an appetizer. And then a magician comes up, and they really get the party going, you know? Yeah. And, I, and I start performing, <laughs> uh, you know, and everything. Uh, or I was going to also advertise, like, hey, let's do a dinner show and everything see where it takes me but uh, mainly at the moment I'm, I'm really trying to grab the attention of um, uh, music producers and bands like going on what I was saying before with like the opening of a concert uh, grab, grabbing their attentions and their managers attentions um, currently um, I'm saying this because if anyone knows anyone you would greatly help me out uh, Kygo uh, and his manager Miles Miles Shear, I believe is his name. Um, I'm trying my best to catch their attention without, you know. I mean, I have emailed them in the past, but I want to cool it just so they're like, I don't want to be placed on a block list. I'm tagging Kygo in every post. I <laughs> please yeah. do. Please do. Retweet at Kygo, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it would just be, like, so cool to open up for him because, like, what I'm wearing right now, actually, is pretty much, like, what I'm actually planning on wearing uh, on stage from here on out because one thing like I was going on before like I'm young let's take advantage of it you know I walk on stage in my college show and my gimmick for the college show is who better to entertain college students than a college student yeah and like, I, I'm looking back at it at my past performances and I kind of cringe but laugh at the same time it's like I walk on stage and like like that Steve Buscemi meme like good evening fellow children and kids uh. my age that <laughs> study in the university college level and I'm wearing this three piece suit like if you go onto my website which I will not be giving out the name but you'll probably find it through my Instagram so I'm screwed either way um, <laughs> on the cover of my website it's me I wear this blue three piece suit and this like maroon tie swag it's I mean it's a nice <laughs> outfit don't get me swag. wrong <laughs> but when you're performing for like a group of kids your own age, I, like I walked on stage and they're like, "This kid's in college. Where, where does he go to school? Like Princeton? Like what?" <laughs> so, um, Princeton. If you guys are listening, I'm looking for a scholarship too. Um, <laughs> so it's um, don't discriminate. Oh, uh, yeah. Here, you know what? Let me let me throw you my card so you can get my website. No, I'll look at it later. I'll get your card okay. after. Um. <clears throat> But yeah, it's uh, so like I'm trying to go into like the more really designer street clothes uh, thing because like everyone my age, whenever they go out to a party, they put on really nice street clothes and everything. Yeah. And I'm probably making everyone that's listening to this cringe because they're like, no one says really nice street clothes. It's just clothes or going out. I was gonna let you rock. Yeah, it's the jersey uh, in you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean like because here's the thing. Like I like I feel like ashamed because like of my uh, my family's business and everything. Why? Well, I mean, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm, oh. I'm getting on to the fact, like, like all I really know, I, I could tell you everything there is about dress clothing. Like, I could tell you about what a type of, sh- what the design of a shoe is, who makes it, the tie, how to yeah. tie a tie, how to wear a suit. Like, my brother collects sneakers and everything, and he's like, yeah, I just got Yeezys, I just got Jordans, and I'm like, yeah, I just got Peter Malara loafers, <laughs> you know? I know what you're talking about, you know? No, 
Yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to like wear that. And I'm like, I'm watching, it's so cringy, but I'm like watching a lot of guys on YouTube and just seeing like what the average like outfit that is casual, but at yeah. the same time eye catching is. So yeah, uh, now that makes sense. I'll be honest with you. I, I've never looked into one on YouTube though, but I have like, I, um, when I was like your age, like I always knew I wanted to be an attorney. Um, so I used to always like dress like how I thought attorneys should look Mm -hmm. all the time. Like we used to go out in college, just have like dress shoes on sometimes. Like, cause that's always what I thought. Um, and now I'm like on the way other side of the spectrum of the week is like, I'm like really like trying to find myself and dress how I, how I actually want to dress. But then you just got to find a nice little balance. Yeah. Um, don't be going here spending all this money on Yeezys, man. You just got to go out there and be yourself, but you also don't want to be like too buttoned up and too uptight. You know, it's got to be loose. You're 21. Enjoy your life, man. I know. Right. That's that's what I'm trying to tell myself because it's like I like the, the three-piece suit. In fact, like when <laughs> you met me, I was wearing like a modern tuxedo because like my dad gave me his tuxedo from like back in the 90s to wear a hand-me-down. I'm like, Dad, no one wears this anymore. He's like, of course they do. And I'm like, yeah, if they're 80, they wear it. So I'm like, I'm like, for my birthday, just get me like a tuxedo. And I showed him the type I wanted. He got it for me. And I'm like, thank God. So <laughs> I, I now wear like that modern. It's like the the navy blue or the dark blue, with like the black uh, lapel tuxedo. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I don't look that weird at uh, black tie events anymore. Cool. Yeah. Um, and I used to wear. Oh God, I'm screwed. If you guys ever find this on Instagram, I used to wear, um, like this Irishman's like cap. I, uh, I look. I cringe when I think about it too. No, we all have passed. I used to wear <laughs> do rags and baggy jerseys. Oh, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> and like, like this is when I was like seven. Shook her head. This is when I was like <laughs> seventeen, eighteen, nineteen years old. I'd wear this stuff. So I'm like, I, I like, I must have been born in a time machine because like my my whole wardrobe isn't matching up with my age type of thing. Um, I wore that, and <coughs> I, I have I had a, a like not a bright red, but like this really nice tie, which I still do wear. It's a nice tie, um, and like this this maroon and red pinstriped shirt, and it wasn't even a suit. I wore this this brown like uh, houndstooth jacket mm. and black corduroy uh, br- brown corduroys and everything, and I walked on stage looking like that. And I'm like, yeah, everyone's gonna know I'm 19 if it was the 1800s. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and like like whenever <laughs> like throwback Thursday hashtag TBT makes me so uncomfortable because I'm like oh damn it I did all the pictures that I took from that wedding last week they're really gonna have to see my true colors <laughs> so like I only have like one or two pictures on my Instagram of me from back in the day yeah that's what you gotta do man you gotta so, it's good to refresh your IG sometimes you gotta yeah, no. start over man shut that shit down you got some things that that's, that's too embarrassing that was cool back in the day <laughs> It was never cool. What are you talking about? Well, not the for me it was, but, but uh, yeah. But, but, but I, you came to your senses. That's all that matters. I have a question. If I'm a venue, why would I want to book you? Ooh. Oh, well, uh, because I no longer wear that that ridiculous <laughs> mock three piece suit. I forgot to mention I also wore a sweater vest with it too. So Jesus yeah, I know I was like Carlton Banks. Sorry, I was watching like a ton of Fresh Prince in the past week, um, but. Why would you want to hire me? Well, for starters, I, I use this to fund my way through college. It's partially me and partially my parents. Uh, luckily, they're like, whatever's more expensive, we'll pay for. So if it ends up at the end of the semester, books are more expensive. They pay that. If at the end it's classes, they pay for classes. But at the end of the day, regardless, 
I use the money that I make from performing to fund my way through college. So why not, you know, give uh, the stereotype millennials don't want to work? Why not give a millennial that actually does want to work a chance? Um, but why? Aside from no, the, out, I'm getting to aside that. the goodness of our heart. <laughs> because, like, you know, I, I don't do these cheesy magic tricks that you see a bunch of magicians, like, do. Not every magician, but a lot of magicians, typically older magicians, doing. Uh, and even some guys that I know my age. No offense, guys. I love you. I just think they're kind of cheesy. Um, like, for me, I, I hate doing things where it's like, like I'll pull like a handkerchief out of a hat and it says like happy birthday and there's a rabbit on it I'm like oh my god don't do that like I, I only like to do things with like things that people are familiar with like cards and coins or someone's phone or a business card um, so you get that and on top of that uh, like I said I'm also a mentalist so whenever I'm performing I'll put a spin on something uh, like when like mid performance I'll just uh, I'll be like this is a this is your card and everything, but you know I, I just want to see like if you, I could just look at your thumbprint on the card. I'm gonna say that uh, y you were born in um, like February. <laughs> you were born in February, Martin Drill. No, no, yeah, I was. I, yeah, so things like that and everything. By the way, no prior contact between any of us, might I add. That's, so, I can attest to that. That is true. Uh. You know, and you get that. You get that. It's like I call it like the fusion restaurant of the entertainment industry because it's like you can go in and you're expecting Mexican food and French food, but you get <coughs> you get a card trick and you get your mind read. You know, so. Sheesh. Okay. <laughs> is, that, is that a good selling point? That is a good selling point. Um. Oh, and also, someone once told me I look like Ed Sheeran, which I don't see at all. Is it the red hair? Because, like, if that's all you're looking at, okay. Hey. <laughs> My girlfriend thinks Ed Sheeran's attractive, so I got that going for me. There you go, so. man. Uh, do you have any? Uh, yeah, one last question. Uh, over the course of eight years, how have you grown as a magician? Oh, totally. I mean, I will say, and this this is kind of going to be contradictory because it's like a humble brag type of thing, but... Back then, um, I was so stuck up as a performer. I wouldn't even want to call myself a performer because no performer should be stuck up. Unless it's their character and like you can kind of see through it, it's just an act. But like I was so like, I'd walk into the room and I'd make sure everyone knew I was there. Um, and I thought I was the best magician around. Like if I'd ever mess up on like a card trick or I'd, you know, I'd be in the middle of reading someone's mind, I'm like, you were born in February. And they're like, no, I wasn't. I'm like, yeah, you were. And I just played off and everything. I'm like, yeah, you totally were, though. I'm like, this isn't your card. Or they're like, hey, I saw what you did. I'm like, shut up. No, you didn't. Like, uh, back then, hmm. I'm like, I, I know, believe me, if I had a time machine, I'd slap myself in the face. Um, but it just, ever since, like, I, I was, I, I once was watching footage, like a compilation of me for performing at an event. And was watching it and I just I just like I have that cold feeling mm. where I'm like oh my god I'm, I'm just watching how I'm treating people and everything and I'm, I'm more in the moment I'm just more focusing on the performance but I'm saying things and people are like oh my god you know and it's not like like I like I like to bust chops when I perform nowadays but I do it in like a safe way so everyone knows that I'm just joking and it's not to be taken seriously but back then it was like not that I said anything rude, but just I thought I was like the hottest person around, and like my ego was just through the roof, and it made people uncomfortable. Mm. But nowadays, like like I said, I'll like bust a joke, and I'll be like, um, 
Like I was something funny a few weeks ago. I was performing at a restaurant, and this woman, I'm like, I was saying like uh, I was making like jokes and everything, uh, and I'm like, you're not from New Jersey, are you? And she's like, no, I'm from Tennessee. And I'm like, well, welcome to New Jersey. We make fun of people or whatever I said. Mm. And she's like, she's like, you're mean and everything. And everyone's at the tables like, ha, yeah, okay, that's hilarious. Um, New Jersey um, <laughs> but no yeah um, and putting that aside like back then it was because like I, I, I took the jump too soon like I'm like here, here's the fine line like here's hobby and here's career and I was like this I was crossed in the middle and I would just focus it more on it as a glorified hobby that could make me money and now I take it seriously. Like I'm like, this is my job. I want to put on the best damn performance I ever have because I want these people to book me again. I want them to recommend me for other events. And you never know, someone at the end of that, you know, connection chain could have that ultimate connection of Kygo and manager Miles Shear that could get me to go on stage. Just putting that out there. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, it's true because like, yeah. especially through all my business classes, it's like. Like one of my professors, she's like, networking is a magic word. Keep it in mind. Then she, we're talking, and she's like, "You're a magician. That's like the ultimate icebreaker. Whenever you go out to a, mm. a, a corporate event, even if you're not performing there, just have a deck of cards on you and show them a card trick, or or just you know do like a mind reading thing that you do. And I'm gonna tell you, I've actually uh, two bookings I've had were just from going to like an event like that, and where I put my ego aside and everything. I'm there and I'm talking. And I want to say I was bashful about it, but I just waited for them to be like, oh, what do you do for a living? Because back then I'm like, hey, guys, I'm a magician. I'm a mentalist. I do this. I do that. And everyone's like, okay, who invited the pain in the ass? You yeah. know? <laughs> but um, I was at an event uh, back in uh, November at uh, Dewey's Pub in Midtown. And um, I was walking around. It was for startups because one of my friends, he has a startup. Um, by the way, his Instagram, because I'm being a good friend here, it's at Seahorse Live. He does like an underwater drone thing. It's pretty cool. Mm. Uh, so anyways, he had a free ticket. He's like, hey, Alex, do you want to go? I think this would be great. And I'm like, uh, you just said networking event. You didn't have to say anything else. Yes, we'll go. Um, and when I was there, I was walking up to people and everything. They're like, so what do you do? Uh, what's your thing? And I'm telling them, I'm like, I'm a magician. And I also said, on top of that, I'm also a, a business slash marketing student. So I... You know, I take my magic and I take my mentalism and everything, and I incorporate it into a way whenever, oh, shit, sorry, whenever like a company hires me to mainly like restaurants and everything, because that's my selling point is that I incorporate my magic into advertising the restaurant. Um, I'm telling them like, yeah, this is what I do. I'll in the middle of like doing a card trick or in the middle of reading someone's mind or whatever it may be, I'll be like, hey check out ABC company, you know? And they're yeah. like, oh, that's pretty cool. You're, you're using something that you love, not to mention, and on top of that, you're using something that you're u learning in school, and they're like, that's awesome and everything. And I'm walking around, and people, uh, I, I know I said before, I'd always say that when I went in the room, they're like, okay, let's get everyone in a circle, let's tell everyone what you do. Um, I, people, some people didn't hear it and everything, so... You know, people were going up and they're like, oh, you're a mentalist. That's cool. Let's, you know, read my mind and everything. And then on top of that, people that didn't come in, they're like, oh, so what do you do? And I'm like, well, I'm actually a magician. I gave the whole spiel again and everything. And this one guy that I met, um, he's a part of a law firm up in Stanford in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. And about like a week or two after that uh, event, he sent me an email. He's like, Alex, it's, uh, it's, 
can I remember his name? If he's listening, he's going to be like, that's this name, man. Come on, we hired you. Um, but I can't remember his name, so let's again call him John. Uh, he's like, hey, it's John from the law firm up in Connecticut. We, I, I remember your magic was so cool. Uh, and like you, you read my mind and everything you told me, you know, my mother's vain name or whatever. Um, we're having a Christmas party in a few weeks and we'd love you to be there. And I'm like, uh, Connecticut law firm, Christmas party. I will be there, Mm -hmm. you know? So I went and I performed for him and then he's doing what I absolutely love where he makes a recommendation to another partner. And it's not Mm -hmm. just some other, not, it's not just like some small town business that he made a recommendation to. He, He recommended me to Merrill Lynch. Wow. Bank of America. And they called me up. They're like, hey, we heard from the law firm that you perform for that you're pretty awesome. Nice. We want you to be there and everything. And I got to perform for them at uh, of the uh, Stanford Yacht Club, which I'm like, oh, man. I, I'm just looking back at all my teachers that are like, you'll never make it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll never make it. And I took, like, a selfie in front of, like, all these sailboats and everything. That's amazing, and I'm man. Like, I'm like, this is proof that I could do it. And this is proof for many more better things to come that's that's the perfect place to end but you know uh before we go is it cool if i do one thing of course so you know um i uh wanted to start off with um like a card trick kind of just to warm up and everything if that's cool yeah all right so i'm gonna be coming away from the mic so it's gonna be a bit hard to hear me but drill do you know how to shuffle deck cards do I know how to shuffle? Yeah. Yep. All right, cool. Here you go. And I also have this little pad if you, if you want to drop them on there. Oh, the, the cards? Yeah. Uh, do, should I shuffle them or no? Yeah, go right ahead. Shuffle them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes, please. I'm shuffling cards, people. Look at me. <laughs> Just one shuffle. Just one That's shuffle. why you got to check out the YouTube channel. Yeah. All right, that'll do. I mean, it's, you got you to gotta check it out, guys. Come on. Let's see. Or you could use your imagination. We're going to put this down so they get a full line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, spin over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to get this mic over towards me. So, all right, cool. So, Jarrell, as I go through, tell me when to stop whenever you want. Stop. Here. Take a look at that card. Yep. Kevin, got it? All right, cool. So, I'm going to take a, a wild guess and say that your card uh, was red, correct? Yes. Yeah. Now, here's where it could be a bit interesting, because that was a 50-50 shot that Mm -hmm. I had, because, you know, there's uh, 26 black cards in the deck and 26 red cards in the deck. Mm -hmm. Here's where it's going to get a bit harder, okay? Um, Your card, I'm going to say it was a diamond. It was. No, that was like a bit of a, that was still 50-50, but if I went right from the start, that would have been 25%. But here's where we're really going to make it interesting. Sorry that for all the sniffing, I'm getting over a bad allergy attack. So um, I'm going to go through every single card, and each one I want you to say no. Go ahead and lie to me, okay? So You want it, me to lie to you? Uh, you lie to me. Just say no all the time. Okay. Was it the Ace of Diamonds? No. Was it the Two of Diamonds? No. Was it the Three of Diamonds? No. Was it the Four of Diamonds? No. Five of Diamonds? No. Six of Diamonds? No. Seven of Diamonds? No. Eight of Diamonds? No. Eight of Diamonds? No. Seven of diamonds. No. Six of diamonds. No. Okay. Uh, eight of diamonds. No. Seven of diamonds. No. It was the seven of diamonds, wasn't it? 
Be honest yes. here. Be honest here. Yes. That was that was pretty cool. And keep in mind, you shuffle this deck so you can see that there's no multiple seven diamonds in there and everything, right? So, but you know what's um really crazy though is the seven of diamonds. I don't actually have a seven of diamonds in here. Look in your pocket. Which one? Your uh, pants pocket. It's, no, I'm kidding. I'm not that good. I'm not that oh, good. I'm, I'm not that good. I'm like, wait, what? These pockets is tight. <laughs> I mean, I am from New Jersey, so I know how to pickpocket. But beside that, <coughs> no. But look, I want you to see. I, I do have a card in here. Um, but you want to know? It's really interesting. It's it didn't actually travel. It's been in here the entire time. So how you saw the seven of diamonds was beyond me. In fact, I really made it stand out because I had this different back on it. As you can see, it's kind of reversed from the rest of the deck, right? The only card in the entire deck, but you know it's um. <laughs> <laughs> but here, here's where it's a bit weird because now I have this this one different card in my deck that has a different back than all the others. So all I have to do is just take it, give it a bit of a rub, just like this, and it turns into all the other cards in the deck. <laughs> oh, that's crazy! <laughs> Pretty crazy. That yeah, you gotta check crazy. out the YouTube to see what just happened. Yeah, definitely. Wow. But you know. One more thing before we want to, I want to go. Um, going off of what I said before. Mm. Um, oh, <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Before. I also mentioned I'm a mentalist. Um, so, uh, before I go into any of this, Jarrell, I just want to clarify, you and I have had no prior contact before this No, not before podcast, today, right? yeah. In fact, I think we met, what, like an hour ago? Yep. So, haven't even known him at all, basically. Um, so, what month were you born in? February. Okay, cool. Um, but... We kind of got through that before, so it's not that amazing anymore. But in February, um, it's a it's a weird month because mm -hmm. you know there could be X amount of leap days. year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so were you born on a leap year? If you know, I don't believe so. No, you don't. Okay. Um, let's say uh, what day were you born? What number? Oh, say it. Yeah, the twelfth. Okay, good. So we're making progress here, and uh, you know what? Um, this just makes me feel tingly. <laughs> I'm doing my job, guys. I'm doing my job. Um, you know, uh, just by looking at you, I want to say you're 27. Huh? Yeah, uh, so that would mean that you are born in 1990, correct? Actually, no. No. Oh, 1991. 1991. Uh, I, for some weird reason, I thought it was 2017 right now, so that's why. Ah. So, but still right. a good guess on the age, though. It was though. a pretty good guess, right? Yeah. But you know what? One other thing. Um, by the way, this is, a, this is yours to keep. Don't say I don't give you anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have your phone with you? I do. Can I borrow it for a second? And you have a lock on here? I do. Oh, don't, don't unlock it. Oh, okay. Or uh, you can unlock it. We'll go ahead. Unlock it. Okay, I won't unlock it then. Okay. So, um, by the way,
just wanted to point out the nice cooling out wallpaper we got here. You're that's gonna have to send that to me. That's, that's what we do. You know, that's pretty cool. I want to tell everyone. <laughs> yeah, guys. No. Um, if you could, uh, again, kind of before. I'm going to say a bunch of numbers, kind of like with the cards. Oh, you about to call out my passcode? I won't say it. I won't say it. I'll keep it private. <laughs> I was like, just beloved. <laughs> <laughs> we just got through this. <laughs> so, um, actually, you know what? Just to... Just to uh, no, go ahead. That's fine. No, if... Uh, here, if you could do me a favor right here mm-hmm. on the calculator, uh, type in your passcode. Uh, or, or keep it away from the camera so that I, I can't see it. I don't even know what it is. I just, I just changed it not too long ago. And when you're done, lock the screen. All right, got it? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So, um, again, I'm going to go through what I just did with mm-hmm. the cards. And I'm going to say a bunch of numbers. Just the first number. Okay. Is the first digit, and, and you know, just again, keep lying, saying no. Mm-hmm. Is the first digit a zero? No. Is the first uh, digit a one? No. Is the first digit a two? Mm-mm. Three? Mm-mm. Four? Mm-mm. Five? Mm-mm. Six? No. Seven? No. Eight? No. Nine? No. Okay, again, I'm going to go from the top. Zero? No. One? No. Two? No. Three? No. Okay, it's a zero. <laughs> and, uh... If you could do me a favor and type in the last number. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> you missed the camera. It's like I unlocked your phone. My girl's a fucking magician. This is an <laughs> issue. <laughs> wow. And again, just a, a one more clarification. We've had no prior contact, right? Wow. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to talk to App about their security. <laughs> You know, that whole thing that was happening back in 2016, <coughs> all they needed to do was just recruit me, and I would have been like, yeah, here's the passcode. Wow. Apparently. <laughs> That's insane, man. Thank you for coming on the podcast. No problem. Wow. Please plug away mm-hmm. your uh, Instagram and all that stuff. Wow. All right. Well, I'm blown away right now. Wow. <laughs> I did my job. What can I say? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, again, yeah, guys, thanks so much for having me. Um, my... Uh, my Instagram, pretty much all of my social media, even my backslash on my Facebook, and even my Twitch. Yeah, that's right. You can watch, uh, watch me playing video games hey. when I'm on, not on stage, you know? Uh, <laughs> performing, uh, like I was born to perform, you know? Even when I'm not performing, I'm still performing somewhere. <laughs> um, I don't know if playing video games counts as a performance, though, but all of them, including the backslashes on my Twitch and Facebook, are Alex Morgan Live, A-L-E-X-M-O-R-G-A-N. L-I-V-E. And also, if you guys want to check out my website, it is www.mindofmorgan.com. M-I-N-D-O-F-M-O-R-G-A-N.com. And on that website, when you first go there, you will see that picture of me wearing that three-piece, that blue three-piece suit I was telling you guys about before. (laughs) I am very sorry. I promise I'm not going to be wearing that thing for much longer on stage. You have my word. Oh, man. This has been amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is amazing. Also, bookings. Alex Morgan live at gmail.com. A-L-E-X-M-O. You guys know it. You heard me before. Anyways, yeah. go ahead, guys. Go no, ahead. that's right. Got to plug away. Make sure you get your yeah. business. Thank or you for taking the trip. But yeah, man. Thank you for coming out here. Yeah, you know, it's pretty you. late on a crap. Wednesday night. Yeah, thank you, man. No problem. Um, Any excuse to get out of Jersey, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Valid. <laughs> 
But yeah, as always, guys, make sure you guys rate, share, subscribe, check out the YouTube page mm -hmm. if you want to see especially these, this. You want to see these ones? Yeah. The boy unlocked my passcode. Okay, <laughs> he went through my phone. Nah, I'm joking, but insane card trick. He guessed my birthday. He guessed my passcode on my phone. I wouldn't lie to you guys. Okay, go to the YouTube page, check that out. Make sure you um go to iTunes and rate us. Make sure you check us out on Spotify. Uh, what else we on? Stitcher, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Play. Yeah, we get those on SoundCloud, Spotify, Spotify everywhere. Oh, yeah. We're everywhere. Just go listen. Make sure you share the podcast with everyone. Check out Alex Morgan's yes. IG and all of his stuff because this boy's talented. Do. All right, guys. Until next time, it's cooling out. Stay cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We cooling out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We cooling out. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.